Welcome to Choice Classic Radio. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and help keep this show alive by donating at choiceclassicradio.com. For more of your favorite old-time radio shows, join us on our companion podcast, Choice Classic Radio, Mystery, Suspense, Dramas, and Horrors, where we bring to you the most mysterious tales that the golden age of radio had to offer. And now, with 677 episodes made, airing on the Mutual Broadcast Network from 1937 to 1954, we bring to you The Shadow. (laughs) Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. Ladies and gentlemen, to stay at the top and meet the competition of the underworld's keenest minds, the shadow has to be still better than any of them. And it's the same way with tires. For years, Goodrich Silver Towns have given motorists the real blowout protection of the Golden Fly. Now, like a true champion, Goodrich offers another important safety feature. The amazing new Lifesaver tread that gives you the quickest non-skid stops you've ever had. This new tread is specially designed to overcome the hazard zone of motoring, where a slippery film of water on the road may make complete command of your car almost impossible. Its never-ending spiral bars sweep the water right and left, force it out through the deep grooves, make a dry track for the rubber to grip. Wouldn't you be thankful for a tire like that the next time you're faced with a wet road emergency? Put Goodrich Silvertowns on your car now. The Shadow, Lamont Cranston, a man of wealth, a student of science, and a master of other people's minds, devotes his life to righting wrongs, protecting the innocent, and punishing the guilty. Cranston is known to the underworld as the Shadow. Never seen, only heard. His true identity is known only to his constant friend and aide, Margot Lane. Today's story, Murder on Approval. Dr. Kalanza. I have read your statement. Yes? Frankly, I am interested. I thought you would be, General. Otherwise, I never would have traveled so many thousand miles to see you. You say that you can infect a large number of persons with a deadly disease at will. Yes. That you can cause more deaths in an army than all the guns in the world. Your Excellency, once let loose, this disease would totally destroy an enemy's morale. With its aid, 
You can easily overcome any nation in the world. The general is already a ruler of the East. But he will not stop with his conquest. I am sure his excellency is planning to extend his powers even further. I can give him victory. What is this sickness you can spread, doctor? I am sorry. That I cannot divulge at this time. Uh, nor the method of infecting the enemy, doctor. Nor that, your excellency. And only I know the cure. Dr. Colanza, your name is not unknown to us. You have been many things. Scientist, adventurer, spy. But you have not always been successful. No. General, may I suggest that you let me try an experiment on troops of your own choosing? Troops? I cannot sacrifice my men. If your disease is fatal... Not on your own soldiers, sir. But why not those of some other power? That is an idea. Soldiers of some country you would be glad to humiliate and hurt. Perhaps even invade. But we are not at war at the present time, Doctor. Does that matter? General, pick any spot in the world, any well-guarded garrison. And in two months, I shall have wiped out that garrison. Choose the spot for my experiment. But perhaps it would be better to choose some country you are interested in, yes? Yes. yes. All right. We will select your guinea pig. Captain de Map. Yes, sir. Here's the map. Kalanza, do you know this spot on the coast of the United States? No. But uh, that does not matter. It is one of their army bases. A splendid choice, General. It is well guarded, Doctor. All the better to prove my point. I will leave for America at once. In a short time, many American soldiers will die in their barracks. Then, if you wish me to destroy the whole army of the United States, I can do it for you. Good. Captain, you will make the arrangements with the good doctor, please. To purchase his little methods for murder on approval. Miss Lane? Oh, very much, Colonel Torrance. I like the army. So I've noticed, Margot. I think you've danced with every officer at the base. Oh, why not, Lamar? <laughs> the poor boys are due back inside the post at midnight. Awfully glad you could come tonight, Miss Lane. I don't get away from the base often myself. You'd be surprised at the trouble a couple of thousand men can manage to get into. Oh, trouble, Colonel? Yes, if it isn't one thing, it's another. Yesterday, what should crop up but some new fangled disease? Oh, a new disease? Nothing serious, I hope. Is it catching? Well, nobody seems to know much about it. Fortunately, there are only a couple of cases. Dr. Harris isolated the sick men immediately, so the rest of us should be safe enough. Have I met Dr. Harris, Colonel? I think so. He's around someplace with a foreign doctor. Yes, the stocky, red-faced officer coming this way. Oh, yes, I see him. Harris promised to introduce his guest. Uh, evening, Dr. Harris. Uh, good evening, sir. Miss Lane, Dr. Nicholas Harris. How do, How do you do? We met at dinner, Doctor. Oh, yes, yes, Mr. Colonel. Uh, Colonel, may I present my friend, Dr. Gregor Colanson? You're welcome, Dr. Colanson. Thank you, Colonel. Oh, Lamont, shall we dance? I'd love it, Margot. Will you excuse us, gentlemen? Uh, certainly, certainly. <laughs> well, how are those boys in the hospital, Doctor? Well, they seemed a little better when I left, sir. Good. Uh, get him to tell you about that, Dr. Colanson. A couple of soldiers have caught some strange disease. Really? Yes, seems so. They're pretty sick, too. Oh, sorry, my wife is looking for me. I'll see you later. Yes. 
That's quite amusing. What? You are to tell me about this strange new disease. Not so loud. Oh, nonsense. There's nothing to fear. No one knows anything about us, Harris. Unless you have done some talking. Is it likely I'd go around telling people that I was betraying my country? You are being well paid. I know, but... Nothing can happen, Harris. The disease is unknown. It strikes very quickly. And it is fatal within a week. Well, I had no idea when we started that I was handling such powerful germs. That's why I insisted on shooting antitoxin into you. Without it, we would both get the disease. No, I wish it were over. Oh, don't worry. In a few days, it will be. And you'll be a rich man, Harris. Yes, rich. (laughs) After all these years in the army... You broke the little glass bottles as I instructed? Yes, I dropped one of them in the barracks tonight just before I came away. There are enough germs in those bottles to kill a regiment. You will have some new cases shortly. Be careful. Here comes one of the lieutenants. Doctor! Doctor, have you seen Colonel Tolland? Why, yes, yes, he's right over there. Oh, yes. You better come along, sir. You'll be needed. There's trouble at the base. Trouble? Yes, hurry, sir. It seems that our plan is going smoothly, Harris. Be quiet, will you? Get Come me. on over to Colonel Torrance. Get me inside the base. All right, all right. I'll keep quiet. Colonel Torrance. Yes? From the base, sir. Urgent. Uh, yes, Lieutenant. Let's have it. Here, sir. Let me see. Hey. Good Lord. What is it, sir? The whole barracks has come down with that confounded disease, Harris. Two hundred men. They're pretty bad, sir. It's an epidemic, sir. Yes, Lieutenant. Yes, sir. General order. All officers must report back to post immediately. Emergency. Yes, sir. The base is already under quarantine, sir. Good. Announce the recall from the bandstand. Right away, sir. Oh, uh, Colonel, perhaps Dr. Kalanza could give us a hand. We're going to need every doctor we can get. I would be delighted, Colonel. Well, very kind of you. So excitement, Colonel. Uh, Cranston, you'll have to drive us back at once. The base is hit by an epidemic. An epidemic? Yes. Will you have room for Dr. Harris and Dr. Colanza? Certainly. General order! All officers are to report back to post for duty immediately! Faster, the colonel's in a hurry. The car's going as fast as it can, Lamont. Yes, we'll be there in a minute, Cranston. Uh, Dr. Harris. Yes? I say, have you any idea what this mysterious disease might be? Well, unfortunately, no. That's why I brought Dr. Colanzo along. From the symptoms described, there's something entirely new in medical science. We've got to save those men and check the disease. I'll do my best, sir. This thing has spread very rapidly, Doctor. It, it might almost be some new form of... Oriental plague. Oriental plague? Here? In the United States? Whoa, nonsense. Well, Doctor, I've seen disease spread like wildfire in the Far East. No, I'd like to take a look at this, Colonel. Well, I'm afraid that's impossible, Mr. Cranston. Well, why, Harris? The post has been quarantined by general order, sir. We can't ignore that order. But Colanza's going in. Yes. I am a doctor, Mr. Cranston. And besides, Cranston, you might catch the disease. Well, I... I don't mind taking that chance. That's very brave of you, sir, but I'm afraid we can't allow it. The order is definite quarantine against civilians. Yes, I'm afraid the doctor's right, Lamont. In the army, orders are orders. Very well. Just as you say, sir. Oh, it's just around the bend, Miss Lane. Pull up alongside the gate. You are right here, Miss Lane. All right. 
Here we are. Halt. Who goes there? Colonel Torrance. Advance to be recognized, Colonel Torrance. Well, thanks for the lift, Lamont. Don't mention it. Come on, Dr. Colenso. I am ready. Good night, Miss Lane. Good night, gentlemen. I still wish you'd let me go in and take a look around. Well, I'm afraid that's out of the question entirely, Mr. Cranston. Uh, come on, Cleanser. Coming? It's nice of you to offer, my boy. Goodbye. Goodbye, Colonel. Well, I suppose we might as well drive back to the hotel. Just a moment, Marco. I'm getting out here. Getting out here? But Lamont... I'm going think... to take a look at this disease, Margot. You know, there was a queer look on Colanza's face when I mentioned it might have an oriental origin. Yes, but the, the sentries won't let you in, Lamont. The, the place is quarantined. You'll know, have a very hard time quarantining a shadow. Lamont, you mean you're going in there as the shadow? Yes, Margot. When the car door slams, I shall immediately become the shadow. Who's there? Hey. Now, wait a minute, miss. Oh, well, you want something, soldier? Why, I I just heard the car door slam. Did somebody get out? Well, you don't see anybody, do you? No. No, ma'am, but I, I thought I saw... Well, I guess it's all right. That's kind of funny. Hey, Joe! I could have sworn I saw somebody get out of that car. Anybody go through the gate? Hey, there's enough floodlights here to light up the entire army. I didn't see a soul. I don't know. I thought I saw a man, and then just like that, there wasn't anybody there. Uh, you must be getting punchy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, while we leave the shadow for a moment, just put yourself in this picture. You're driving along in the rain. The road ahead looks safe, even though it is plenty wet. But suddenly you flash past that familiar warning sign, Road Slippery When Wet. Beware. Look out for skids. Will the tires on your car slip or grip? And motorists, your tires will grip wet roads if they're the new Goodrich Silver Towns with Lifesaver Tread. This fact was proved not alone by Goodrich, but by the nation's largest independent testing laboratory the noted Pittsburgh Testing Laboratory. The impartial engineers of this great laboratory tested the new Silvertown for three months against both the regular and premium price tires of America's six largest tire manufacturers. And here are the results. They found that no other tire tested, not even those priced at from 40% to 70% more than Silvertown's, came up to the new Silvertown in skid resistance. Furthermore, they found that this Silvertown gave more non-skid mileage than any of the other tires tested in its own price range. In fact, it averaged 19.1% more mileage before the tires wore smooth, which is the same as saying you'll get every sixth mile free. And remember, motorists, many tires cost more than Silvertowns, but no other tire at any price can give you Lifesaver Tread skid protection and the famous Golden Ply blowout protection. Equip your car with these life-saving silver towns now. <laughs> Broken glass. Glass. <laughs> Just lie still. He's raving again, nurse. He was all right a minute ago, Dr. Gresham. My, My head. It burns. That's the fever. Comes in waves. Moments, he's quite <laughs> rational. Who's there? Who broke the glass? 
I heard a glass break. Nurse, I just... Get Dr. Harris. Maybe he can get that fever down. I can. Right away, Dr. Brady. I've got to go look after those other patients. Shut the door after us, nurse. I'm, I'm on fire. Water. Water, please. Glass. Hear it? Open glass. Steve. <laughs> Steve, can you hear me? Listen to me. Who, who is it? Oh. Someone there? You must tell me something, Steve. It's important. Where are you? I can't see. I... Don't worry. Even if you can't see me. There's only a voice. I... I'm here, Steve. Here in the shadows. Listen to me. Yes? Listen. Quickly. Before the fever returns. Tell me, why do you keep repeating the words? Broken glass. Broken glass. Yes. Keep saying it over and over. Why? I don't know. I... Think, Steve. <laughs> Think. What is there about broken Glass. Glass. Think, son. Glass, broken glass. Oh, oh, I know. Yes? Yes, last night in the barracks, when, when all the fellows were asleep, yes, I... Steve? I woke up. I thought I heard something, like glass breaking. In the room, Steve? Yes, yes, just a little tinkle, like someone had dropped a tiny glass. And then a few hours later, we, we were all sick. I... <laughs> oh, my ass. Who broke glass? <laughs> all right. Shut the door, Doctor. Uh, nurse tells me this one is quite bad. One of the new ones. Great Scott! What is it? What's the matter? Oh, my Why, this boy, he, he's my nephew. Your nephew? Yes, my sister's son, Steve. Uh, Steve. Uh, Steve, how do you feel, boy? This is unfortunate, Harris. Well, I thought he was home on leave. He wasn't due back this week. Is, is he fatally ill, Calanza? Too bad, Harris. I give him two days at most. Oh, no, 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 he can't die. I am sorry, but it is unavoidable. Uncle Nick, help me. Calanza, you've got to do something for him. Nothing can be done. Steve. Steve, it's Uncle Nick, Steve. I'm here. Uncle Nick. Oh, help. Please. Glad. The boy is delirious, Harry. But save him. Impossible. There is no cure. But Steve is my nephew. Steve. Be quiet, you fool. Come. Let us go to your office. No, no, no. I must stay here. Come up. I have to drag you. Now brace up, Harris. Don't lose your nerve. Come on, man. Glad. Oh, Uncle Nick. Someone broke glass. Yes, Steve. Someone broke glass. And I mean to learn just what your Uncle Nick had to do with it. He and Gregor Kalanza. <laughs> Kalanza, you've got to do something for Steve. What can I do? I told you the disease was fake. I don't care about the others. Steve's different. He's my sister's son. So you said. I am sorry. Kalanza, tell me. Isn't there some sort of serum? No. But you gave me antitoxin. That was to prevent your catching the fever. It is different. Your nephew is already infected. There is no hope now. There's got to be. Harris, pull yourself together. You are being well paid. I know, but money won't give Steve back to my sister. I told you I was sorry. But there is nothing to be done. Nothing. I am going back to the wards. The progress of the disease. Is very oh, don't be so callous. I am a scientist, Harris. Now, get hold of yourself, man. Remember, a soldier died this morning. It is murder now. Murder? Yes, and death is the penalty for that. So you'd better keep quiet about it. I will see you later. Oh, Kalanza! Later. Oh, oh Steve. Steve. <laughs> Weeping won't help Steve, Dr. Harris. Eh? Who spoke? 
Who's there? A shadow. Your nephew is dying, Dr. Harris. Who are you? Where are you? I am here, although you cannot see me, Dr. Harris. What do you want with me? You and Gregor Kalanza are responsible for this disease. No, no, you're wrong. I don't know anything about it. You cannot lie to the shadow, Doctor. I tell you, I know nothing. Then your nephew dies, Doctor. Dies horribly. Oh, stop it, will you? Stop it! The voice of the shadow is never silent when there is evil. I won't talk to you. I won't talk to you. I'm getting out of here. You cannot escape from the shadow. Leave me alone. (laughs) We shall meet again, Dr. Harris. And then... Here's the test tube you wanted, Dr. Harris. All right, put it down, man. Put it down. Yes, sir. Now, leave me alone. I've got to find the serum that will counteract the effect of this fever. Yes, sir. Good luck, sir. Let's see. Where's, where's that culture? Oh, yes. And now, now this formula will only work. All right, Dr. Harris. Steve is dying. Oh, you. You dropped your test tube, doctor. Just the way you dropped one in the barracks. Spread the germs. You know that. But I didn't. I didn't. Tell the truth, Doctor. Think of Steve. Oh, you fiend. Will you leave me alone? I must find a serum that will cure him. Only Gregor Kalanza can give you that in time. Who is he? Where's he from? Uh, I don't know anything about him. Is Kalanza more to you than your nephew? Speak, man. Kalanza got you into this, didn't he? And now Steve is dying. Dying, Harris. Stop Dying. It. Stop it. I tell you, I can't stand it. Let me out of here. in my room. Now, wait, I, I must lock the door. Locked and bolted. Now he can't get in. That voice coming from nowhere, always in my ears. Oh, I'm going crazy. Where's my bag? I've got to get away. And leave Steve dead behind you, Doctor? <laughs> How did you get in here? I'm with you all the time, Doctor. Oh, please... Go away. Please leave me in peace. There is no peace, Doctor, for a man who will let his nephew die in agony. Oh, I'd save him if I could. Believe me, but I... I don't know how. Alanza knows. But he says there's no cure. Did you believe him? He had an antitoxin, didn't he? Perhaps he has a serum that will cure the disease once it is developed. But he told me... He got you into this crime, didn't he? Yes. Yes, he promised me wealth. I've always been poor. Why did he pick this army base for his crime? Because if he's successful, it means the entire army will be wiped out in this way. United States Army? Yes. This disease would wipe out whole armies. Then invasion would be a simple matter. But you can't isolate the germ. There's no cure. There must be a cure. Kalanza would have one. But he says there is none. There must be. Make him tell you what it is. Otherwise, your nephew dies. But I can't help him. Or this country, either. Steve is dying, and you're afraid to cross the one man who might cure him. What is Kalanza compared to your sister's son? He got you into this. Make him help you. All right. All right, yes. Yes, I will. Hurry. He's out there now, watching the soldiers die, watching Steve and the other men he's poisoned. And enjoying it, Harris. Enjoying it. I'll, I'll get him to my office and make him give me that serum. That's it. I'll make him. Hurry, Doctor. Hurry.
This way, Colonel Torrance. Tell me, who are you? I am known as the Shadow Colonel. Please do not waste more time in wondering that you cannot see me. I told you I could clear up the mystery of this epidemic. I will keep my promise, sir. Just step in here, please. All right. Wait a minute. This is Dr. Harris' office. Yes. You'll know the whole story in a few moments, Colonel. Get behind the screen, please. Don't move until I give the word. Here they come. Come in here, Colonel. Harris, have you lost your mind? Maybe. Dragging me out of the wards like that. You must be mad. And you'll be crazy, too. If that... If that thing followed you around all day... That thing... What are you talking a about? A voice, Calanza. A voice. Something that you can't see. But you can hear him, all right. He keeps talking, talking. Oh, Harris, snap out of it. I tell you, I heard him. He knows all about you and me and the disease. Who knows all this? That voice, the voice. He knows everything. Oh, bah. You're dreaming. Seeing your nephew sick has upset you. Yes. We we made my nephew, Stephen, get the disease, Calanza. Well, he is not the only one. But he's got to be cured. Oh, no, don't start that again. There isn't any cure. You're lying! Harris, don't be a fool. I can't afford then, to. Then, there is a serum that will cure the disease. Well, what if there is? I am not wasting it on your precious nephew. Oh, yes, you are. Harris, put down that gun. You listen to me, Colanza. Either you give me the formula for that serum or I'll kill you. I mean it. Formula is worth a fortune, Harris. It will make us both rich. If you will only use your head. Never mind the talk. And don't try reaching for your gun either. I'm watching you. But the formula for the serum, quick. All right. Where is it? In my pocket. It never leaves my wallet. Give it to me. Oh, just a minute. Here. Take it. Ah, thanks. Now I can save Steve. If you know enough medicine to read that formula. I must read it. I must read it. Yes. Yes, it's plain enough. I can make this serum. Look. It says you take it. This does read it. Alice, you fool. Did you think I really meant to have you get my serum? Die like the others. Now, I will take back my formula. No, I'll take that paper, Calanza. What? Who snatched that paper? I did, Dr. Calanza. A voice. Harris was right. Dr. Harris was quite right. Give me back my formula. I'll shoot. What will you shoot at, Doctor? You've enough shooting, Calanza. Throw up your hands. Colonel Torrance. Stop that gun. Never. Take it, then. Calanza's dead, Colonel. Never a man deserved to be shot. It's that murderer. Yes. Laboratory. Get the serum made up and hurry. Well, what about you, Shadow? My work is finished, Colonel. Rest is up to your medical staff. Colanza and Harris dreamed of power and wealth to be acquired through mass murder. Such dreams are dearly bought. The price of Colanza's dream and Harris's traitorship was death. The hidden menace to the armed strength of our country has been uncovered and destroyed. You have been listening to a dramatized version of one of the many copyrighted stories which appear in the Shadow Magazine, now on sale at your local newsstand. (laughs) The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The Shadow knows. (laughs) All the characters and all the places named are fictitious. 
any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. concludes today's episode. We'd like to thank you and remind you to donate at choiceclassicradio.com. Remember, your donations make episodes like this possible.